Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Will. How are you doing? I'm good, Lexa. How are you? Doing good. You are one of the many, many, many Wills in the Marvel Crisis <laughs> Protocol scene. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm not, not that unique anymore. <laughs> I, I think I'm always going to be unique. <laughs> <laughs> going to take a lot for there to be another Lexa in the community that's prominent, isn't there? Yes, I think so. Um, anyway, uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Will. I'm also known as Half-Ass Ninja on all of the uh, Discords and everything with a Z, not two S's, because Xbox 360 reasons. Um <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Um, I am a co-host of the Game Store Guardians podcast, a new podcast. We're only on like episode three or four. And author of a book, Jake Howard, Multiverse 101. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Currently writing the second book. <laughs> Very impressive. Thank you. I, I mostly write fan fiction. Hey, that's good too. Yeah. No, I, I also never finish it, which is the bad thing. Yeah, this is the first book I've actually finished writing. I tried to write it for like 10 years and finally like an idea struck and I just ran with it. Yeah, no. It's, it's, I have a fix that's like two chapters from being done that I just need to get goddamn done with. And I can't see yeah. the motivation. I get that because like I'm at a point with book two where I'm just like stuck and like I know where I want the story to go but the words just won't come out and it's frustrating. And it's, it's not so much that, so you know where the story goes you're trying to find the transition to that point exactly uh-huh so what i have commonly found with that and sometimes you can't fix it because you wrote it and posted it and now you can't go back and edit it because i'm a dumbass who writes fan fiction chapter by chapter <laughs> okay uh but sometimes it is where your lead in to your transition is causing you issues rather than your exit that actual transition Absolutely. You write yourself into a corner and you're like, okay, how do I get out of this? Yeah. Uh, now, though, I must ask you the most difficult question of the night. Okay. What character, not in Marvel Crisis Protocol, do you want to see in the game? Okay. Thought about this a lot. Um, we're getting Pyro and Blob. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the counterpoint to Pyro and Blob is Angel and Iceman. So I would like to see a box with Angel and Iceman. I can see that, but uh, okay, 100% see Iceman across from Pyro and Blob. I want to see Angel waited on until we do Apocalypse. See, then we can get Archangel, though. Yeah, but like normal Angel feels so boring, and I that I just want Archangel. Yeah, he'd probably be a two point long mover that just like punches and like can gust people away. And I'm I'm not a, f- I have made it known I am not the biggest fan of two pointers. Yeah, I think it would just be nice to have the original five X Men. Yeah, I just want more women in the game. Hmm. Yeah. I'll be honest about that. So if we can like, if we can get Kitty Pride not in those goddamn puffy sleeves. Listen, I want Dazzler. Dazzler, <laughs> yeah. But I want like Disco Dazzler. Oh yeah, no. Disco Dazzle is good. Kitty Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many characters. Callisto, Spiral, yeah. Marrow. All these weird X-Men characters. And we haven't gotten Emma Frost yet either. True, but I feel like she's going to be like a big time release. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um and as I, I as I have stated before, I want the Stafford Cuckoos, and I do not want them to be a grunt for Emma Frost. How would you feel if they were like um, Fury and the Howling Commandos? That's that's the style I would like. Is them to okay. be an actual like fully realized character, but have them on multiple characters on a single base. I think that is the best option for them. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I want Cloak and Dagger to be two separate characters, though. Oh, absolutely. Um. And I want, I think the Warrior 3 will end up being a Fury-style character. Yeah, I can see them packaged with Sif as not Grunts, as like a three-on-one character and Lady Sif. Yeah, maybe. 
I I could also see Sif and Rona being a uh box. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know who I mean when I say Rona? I think so. My Thor lore is a little so. Spotty. Uh, Rona is the na- the official name given to the version of uh Valkyrie that shows up in uh Ragnarok. Okay. She is now her own separate character from Brunhilde in in the like comic side of things. Gotcha. And okay. She's okay. just been kind of stuck at the end of the universe for a while, and is finally making her way back. Okay. So they basically found a way to introduce MCU Valkyrie yeah. into okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Makes sense. And she has a kind of different vibe from Brunhilde, because um, she is like seventy percent more disaster than. Brunhilde. Gotcha. I I love um, Valkyrie in the Thor movies. Absolutely love Tessa Thompson. I think she was great. I like her. Those are two of my bottom tier films. Okay. What, Dark World and and Ragnarok? Uh, Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. And also Dark World. Yeah, Dark World like bottom tier for me, but I really did love Ragnarok. I have a complicated relationship with comedy and I generally prefer if my films take their emotional moments seriously rather than undercutting them with comedy, which I think Ragnarok did too often. Fair enough. I think I think Love and Thunder did that a little too much. So I, I, I see where you're Love coming from. Love and Thunder is worse. Um but yeah, Ragnarok is still bad in my opinion. Gotcha. Um no, Thor One makes my like A tier, not my S tier, but like my A tier. Yeah, for me, that's um, Winter Soldier. Captain America Winter Soldier. Absolutely love my movie. Uh, no, my, my S tier, uh, and if you want to see this full uh, 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 tier list, um, because it is on my Discord, uh, you can join the Patreon at patreon.com slash White and get access to the Discord. But no, my S tier was uh, Shang-Chi. Legend of the Five Rings, uh, Ten Rings. Great movie. Black Panther. Very good movie also. Spider-Man 2, the uh, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2. I actually just watched that the other day for like the hundredth time. I love that movie. And then my two controversial hot takes. Okay. Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I have not watched that yet. I adore that film. Okay. And then my favorite of the official MCU films. And number one on this list, Atonals. I'm not say it either. Uh, as a friend of mine put it, a slow contemplative film that still has some action. It's like it was designed for you. <laughs> okay. Also, ensemble cast. Because one of the things I have found that I don't like about the Marvel TV shows is that they all single character focused are not ensemble casts. Yeah, and, and we don't talk about Defenders. So. Ah, no, I'm talking about like the official Disney Plus ones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Um, I think some of those still feel like like I know people don't like it. I like the second season a lot, but the first season's kind of mess still. Iron Fist still felt like an ensemble cast. Yeah. Well, it had a like lead character. It had. It gave all of its other characters enough screen time to feel like full characters in a way that felt like an ensemble. Unlike, say, Moon Knight, where it gave maybe two other characters enough screen time to feel like full characters. And even then, they were kind of flat. Yeah, I guess I, I see where you're coming from, yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just a difference of how they invest their time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Disney Plus shows do not invest in their side characters enough to feel like they are important to the story. Yes, I'll agree with that. Um, and I think that's, that's the thing that differentiates even an ensemble cast with an obvious lead from a non-ensemble show. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what do you think of She-Hulk so far? Uh, I am only one episode in because okay. 
I, there's way too much else on right now. I'm still catching okay. up on Sandman. There's the Amazon Prime, a league of their own show. That's very gay. I was, I was going to say, how is that show? Because I actually, when I was younger, I absolutely loved that movie. Uh, it's solid, but also okay. very gay. And I love that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yes. And then, like... Stargirl just started up their new season. We're coming up quick on, like, TV starting up proper. Like, network TV starting up proper. So, we're getting all of that. Um, we also have, uh, in, like, a week, we get the Irregulars. So, it's, there's just a lot going on right now. Yeah, there's so a lot the, of TV. No, not the Irregulars. The Imperfects. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Imperfects. Um, so there's just, like, a lot of TV going on right now, and not even touching on film, which there's a lot of cool stuff going on over there, too. Yes. Um, but, uh, so I haven't really, and I'm not the biggest fan of sitcoms, which is what they're trying to be. Yeah, it very much is. So it's, I don't necessarily know if I have the best perspective on it. I my opinion. I've been watching it with my wife and uh, my daughter and her boyfriend. The show is very fun. It's it, it's definitely a sitcom. Like yeah. it starts off. Episode one is good, but not like the strongest episode one, which I find is a problem with a lot of the Disney Plus shows. Um, yeah. Right now, I think it's on episode three. Yep. Three or four. Yeah. Yep. Three. three four comes out tomorrow night. Yeah, okay, and I think it's found its rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going to be case of the week superhero bullshit, and then fourth wall breaking comedy. Which anybody familiar with like the early She Hulk comics, yeah. it kind of was that. Mm-hmm. But I'm there's a there's characters that show up at the end of episode three that I was so excited for. Yeah, <laughs> like just ridiculous characters that I never thought would be in the MCU. I I have heard about who shows up. I think it's in episode three. Maybe it's episode yes. two. No, it's the recent episode. It's three. Uh, the four people? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dumb grin on my face, and my wife's like, who are these people? Well, they're also in Marvel Champions already. They have that, an entire that... mission in Marvel Champions. Is that the card game? Yeah. I've never played that. It's solid. Um, okay. It is... If you're coming into just it, it's perfectly fine. I think compared to its predecessor... Uh, Arkham Horror, the card game, it is a worse game. Gotcha. Okay. Because I think they simplify so much that they lose the storytelling aspect. Okay. I understand. Okay. But that's also, Arkham Horror, the card game is one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, I've heard you talk about it. I have not picked it up yet. It is very good, but also kind of complicated, which is my vibe. Nice. Um, But yeah, no, it's... I wanted more of, like, a classic procedural show than a sitcom. Okay. I wanted them to do more of, not this dark, but in the same genre, doing their Marvel version of, like, a Criminal Minds or a CSI. Yeah, alright, I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, so, it's, <laughs> I want different things out of this. Than what we got, but that's fine. Um, I feel like we're going to get that with Daredevil Born Again. Uh, he doesn't have... So, like, I can see that in some respects, but it's going to feel much more like a superhero show, like The Flash, than a CSI or a Criminal Minds, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Where it's it's not it's working outside of a system rather than inside of a system. Yeah, and that's those have different vibes to them. Welcome to you've got me on TV. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we got sidetracked. <laughs> that happens. Yep. Um, it's very easy to get me sidetracked to talk about TV because I love it dearly, and you can see bonus episodes on also on the Patreon. Uh, I will soon. Working at the date and times, but there will be soon be a uh, bullet train uh, bonus episode and hopefully a uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker bonus episode within the end of the by the end of the month. Nice. So those are exciting. 
Um, but yeah, so who did you bring for us to talk about today? I brought Deadpool. Deadpool, yes. I've actually recently played this guy. Really? In, in where? Convocation. Okay. Not where I would have first thought to put him. How did he do? Uh, solid, actually. Thanks. Really solid. Um, he really likes books. I can see that. Hi, I get an extra die on my defense. And uh, now I cannot be pushed or advanced by any of your effects on the bookstone. Yeah. That's like kind of nice. That's very nice. Um, I have also played him occasionally. And, and he counts as even when he flips, he still helps them on scenario game, which is something that I think Convocation occasionally needs. Yes. Because they can go a little killy and forget about scenario, and he can he has some range, um, and he can just go off sometimes. Yeah, they share my problem. Sometimes I get too killy in the game, and I'm just like, wait, no, I need points. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think he's one of the three threats that I've been looking at in Convocation alongside Sin. Okay. Uh, I think Sin has a lot more value than people give her credit for. Hey, my podcast partner has been running Sin Cabal against me, and, and she does work with it. Yeah. Um, the big thing for me with uh, Sin is that... Um, her card to Ash and Cinder that Sin and Crossbones have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. so good on pay to flips. Because you flip over an objective, and then at the start, like, you end a turn on an objective that you have flipped. Then at the start of round, you put down that token in it, and then walk away, and it's such a deterrent from going after that objective. Yeah, I can see that. That, like, because anyone who attempts to flip that gets stuck there <laughs> half the time. And then has to, like, take two damage and stun. Yeah, enjoy that. Yeah. So I think that that little thing has so much value for her. Yeah, no, that is a good card. But this is not her episode. We will do that no. another time. <laughs> uh, Deadpool, though, um, he, he's a real interesting beast. Um, yeah. Especially... Uh, I have enjoyed him also in Criminal Syndicate, Cabal, uh, Criminal, uh, Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Because one, he counts as healthy on both sides. Yep. Um, and two, uh, it is very fun to give uh, Kingpin a chimichangas. <laughs> well, he would love some chimichangas. Yes. Are there any... Uh, I forgot to give my normal spiel, so we will not be putting him in Avengers or X-Force, because that's where he is affiliated. And then we also won't be doing Web Warriors, because that's where we put him last time. We touched on him all the way back in, what was it, episode 58 or something? Okay. 58! The episode with Hyper Viper. Gotcha. So, uh, I've already talked about a couple other, any other places you would see Deadpool? Well, I thought criminals, when we first initially talked, I said criminal syndicate is where I was thinking. But before we came on, I was trying to focus on because he has his attacks bang and bang bang and rerolls would help. So then I thought Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Guardians, Guardians is a new, good place for him. Um, I, they love this. We sweat characters that can put out damage and use those weevils effectively. Mm hmm. Um, and I think Mark with a Mouth combined with uh, Judgment off of a character can really just cripple someone. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I also think there is a power control strategy that Deadpool can be a part of that's like Deadpool, Rogue, Loki, um, and Groot or something ridiculous like that. That is just like, yeah, you want getting the you want you want paying for your superpowers naturally, and what power you do get, I am sapping away. That's just dirty. <laughs> what did you that take like me home. for? I made DNT a thing for a little bit. <laughs> no, that's that sounds like a home for Deadpool. Yeah, no, it's 
that was what I made my three box list during the initial three box challenge. Okay. Um, I did DNT with uh, it was my core was Red Skull Loki with a mind gem. Uh, Bob Deadpool Groot. Wow. At seventeen points. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of gross. Uh huh. <laughs> Are there any other places that jump out to you? Um, how oh, criminals and guardians were the two that kind of popped out to me. But now after talking, like guardians just feels good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Um, I also think he has some play in um something like X Men. He likes the mm-hmm. defense. He is surrounded by other healing factor characters. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, he can. He has some power generation issues at times because his bang does not generate power. So if you're kind of playing from distance, you don't really have power generation. So in humans, he does not mind, or one of the other power generation factions. That's uh, true. So yeah. Um. Hmm. I feel you know. Now that you say that, now I'm thinking a force. But like in my head, I always have a strong feeling that like I don't like to put any anybody who's not a female. I don't like to put them in a force. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Let's go. That doesn't feel right to me. Fair enough. Yes. Dark Star though, she's in my a force. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Yeah, but um. No, I think I think I want to go with Guardians. Okay, let's go with Guardians. So, of course, we get uh, Mister uh, Star Lord himself. Now, yep. early question: Do we give him a gem? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I with Gem Star Lord, very good, but like, I don't think he needs it. Yeah, very fair. Um, who is your next Guardian? Gamora. Gamora, yeah. Yeah, I, she, in any list I put her in, she's just a murderer. Mm-hmm. She, I very much feel like she's a bomb. She yeah. is going to disappear from the table very quickly, but she's going to take one or two people with her. See, I have the opposite effect. Like, she'll go dazed pretty quick, but once she has the power on her, she will wipe out an entire side of the board by herself and still be standing. I, I have definitely had that happen, and then I lose priority, and she dies immediately afterwards. Yeah, I can see that, too. <laughs> that happens. Uh-huh. So, uh, Gamora, uh, I think mm-hmm. we want at least one of the twos. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go with Rocket. Like, I yeah. love Rocket. And then I think we also need to bring Groot. Absolutely. I mean, they were packing Chamba. Mm-hmm. So we're already up to five characters. Yep. Um, I kind of like your idea with Ronan. Very fair. Yeah, and he is affiliated. I love yes. me some Ronan. Now, here's the question. Do we bring Power Gem Ronan? Ooh, that's interesting. Because... I don't necessarily want to bring Angela, even though I do love Angela in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Power Gem Ronin is a good call. And I also think he is such a good match into Malaketh at this point. Yes. Uh, size 4 push, size 4 throw, shock, and judgment. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah, the, the big bad tiger daddy does not like Ronin. No, and I love him for it. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Power Gem Ronin. Uh-huh. So, I'm looking at the list. I don't think we need anybody else in affiliation. Really? Okay, yeah. I, can I mean, I'm, I'm kind of I'm looking at Drax. I do like Drax. But I, I have a bias. Okay, what's your bias? Uh, I, I just think he's a fun model to play. Yeah. Like, he's not the best model in the game, but he's fun. He was the last Guardian I bought, mm-hmm. and I bought him right before I went to ACO, mm-hmm. the Atlantic City Open, and 
I painted up like the night before real quick. I'm like, you know what? If I'm bringing guardians, I'm bringing all the guardians. And he he was he just performed. So yeah, you know what, Drax, my boy, you're going in there too. I also I find uh, shield Drax very funny. Ooh, I have not tried that yet because I literally have Fury and the Grunts painted on my table, just waiting to be uh, final final works on them. Yeah, no, giving Drax aggressive is hysterical. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Damn, listen. All right, come on now. <laughs> Give me ideas for another list. Of course. That's what I always do. Yeah. Now, splash character-wise, this is where I think it gets a little bit more interesting. Yes. Um. Hmm. So there's a couple different ways we can go. We can... uh. Definitely go the power control route, because we definitely have some of the pieces already. Yes. Um, or we can go, there's always a condition route, and Deadpool's uh, front sight bender does bleed and slow, which is such an annoying combo. It is, very much so. Um, and Guardians also are just a very condition-rich team. We can mm-hmm. also go the gunline style. We um, could. All right, I have a thought. Being that we are a conditioned rich team, mm-hmm. Agent Widow. Uh, do you know that you are talking about my favorite model in the game? She's good. She's she's good. She's great. Stealth plus parting shot is hysterical. Uh, interrogate will win you games. Yep. And that four physical defense does way more than people think it does. Oh, absolutely. Four physical, so good. And just that, yeah, that interrogates good. Then uh, Widow's Kiss. Yep. One die for every special condition. So good. Oh, yes. Um. So, yeah, I am 100% down to get her in. Uh, I do think we need a couple more condition givers on this team. Um. So I want to, who are, okay, I want to talk about someone who doesn't get a lot of love, but I kind of love too. Who? Viper. Think people underestimate mobility. Mike, my podcast partner, is dying to play Hydra, and he's like, Viper is going to live there forever. Uh Uh-huh. Because also, it's like, remember, you can displacement ring with an objective. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I definitely, I think she's an option. Maybe not the best, but I wanted to bring her up. Um, also in the weirdly good at the objective side of things, but is also uh, a condition giver, uh, the original Human Torch. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He's in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm picking him up this weekend. And... I'm so excited for Human Torch because there's just something deep in me that, like, any game that has, like, the ability to just, like, set fire to things, I love. <laughs> so, it's, uh, I will be picking them, I, it will probably be a week from Thursday that I will be able to pick them up, sadly. Just because of how my schedule lines up with me being able to get down to the game store. Gotcha. Uh, also, because I have a goddamn busy week, uh, a week from today... I mm-hmm. go into Seattle proper and go see a 100th anniversary showing of Nosferatu. Wow. With a live band playing the score. Oh, that's amazing. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that that is, that is next Tuesday. <laughs> okay. So that is going to be a good time. Yeah. Um... But yeah, no, it's I love setting things on fire. Um, he also gives them a very good energy defense for if you need to pull out the energy, if you end up on an energy pay to flip. Yes. Um, which is kind of important. It's like you you would get like Deadpool, of course, because it's the Deadpool episode, but then like Ronin, Star-Lord, Rocket, original Human Torch is a not bad lineup for an energy pay to flip. Oh yeah, not at all. And also, that's pretty low. One second. Five, eight, eleven, 
13, 16. That's a 16-point quiz, so you can even make adjustments from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is a not terrible clue for an energy pay to flip because you get two four four energy and two three energy, and then if you can go up to a three thread and throw Drax in there, you get a third three. You have three energy across the board there, at minimum. Yeah, no, it's good. Conan has three power on turn one to uh, get walk, get your back point uh, to get a point <laughs> and an objective. Yeah. So that that is a not bad crew. No, uh, that that's good times. Uh-huh. That's, so that leaves that's us good fun times. One more spot. Uh-huh. I had a th- I had a thought. Okay, bring it at me. Because we we are now focusing on conditions, and I had a thought a character that I love that does not get played enough. Omega Red. Yeah, Omega Red's very good. Um, I'm not sure. If he is what we want in this list. And let me explain. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would actually like him more in the power control version of this list. Um, mm. But in the condition list, I think we want to go for a spread of conditions rather than focusing on one individual condition super heavily. So I would much rather go for Green Goblin. He's a great model. Who can give out three different conditions. Yeah, you can. Uh, so we have bleed, bleed, poison, incinerate. I'm looking at this card now. We got bleed, poison, incinerate, and then Star Lord on his full auto. What does he give? He gives a lot too. Yeah. Let's see. We got a uh, bleed, shock, slow, stun. Oh my! Yeah, Green Goblin. And I've been I I dabble with Spider Foes a little bit. He's just an absolute menace on the table. Yeah, especially when he flips over and just becomes like a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the only other thing I would say, uh, mm-hmm. just because spread of conditions versus, and I think this this is a toss-up answer, would we prefer a crystal instead of a human torch? Ooh. And I think, even though I brought it up, I think the answer is no, simply because yeah. it's too hot for hand, to handle. Yes, I yes. I think too hot to handle is is going to do enough. We don't have any other, like, magical extract tech in this Mm-mm. list, so too hot for handle is going to be important. Absolutely. Uh, if it wasn't for that, if we had some other extract tech already, I think going in with a crystal who can do incinerate, slow, and stun and prevent them from shaking them, that mm-hmm. is a scare. I cannot wait till play the original Human Torch crystal team. <laughs> what, in Inhumans? I don't... Maybe Inhumans or splash them both into Spider-Foes and just have a funny time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think Original Human Torch is just going to be one of my new favorites, like, toys to play with. Like, Very fair. Yeah, so excited for him. Now, we have a bunch of characters. We do. Now we need some objectives. Okay. Let's jump down there real quick. So, let's, uh, let's start with Secures? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we like Infinity Formula. Yes, absolutely. We like Infinity Formula. We're not trying to do power control, so we don't need to worry about giving our opponents power. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool, as we stated earlier, has a little bit of an issue with power generation. Yes. Um, so giving him extra power that way is very nice. Um, I think much in the same token, and also because I think the reach that some of our characters has is going to be very beneficial on specifically B's and D's, mm-hmm. uh, Cosmic Invasion. Yeah. That's actually the one crisis I don't own because I don't own Thanos. Wow. Yeah. That's, it, it bugs me that I don't own one crisis. So here's the funny thing. Because we were talking about earlier how we were both working on uh, Winter God. Yeah. This is hysterical in Winter God. Okay, how so? Because uh, you roll a crit or a wild, you gain two power, and then you roll the Winter God leadership against the push against from the vault. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fun. Now i got to buy Thanos. Damn it. <laughs> and they are surprisingly good on Ds. Yeah. So my first two games uh, was 17 on uh, 
I think both of them were Montessi, uh, uh, not not Cosmic Invasion the other day. Uh, Riot Spark. Um, okay, Riot Sparks. Okay. Extremists. So, uh, Montessi Extremists at 17. And they pulled out both really well. Okay, cool. Um, Winter's Rush is a dumb card when your opponent attacks you. <laughs> Hi, oh, I I'm love it. From one D to the other D. Yeah. Oh, look at this angry bear that just ran across the board at you because you made him real mad. Well, no. So the angry bear and Crimson Dynamo were 2v2ing a uh, Magneto and I think it was Magneto Zemo. I, I probably mentioned it before and earlier me will have better memory than current me. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm the same way. I get it. But it was like two... They beat out a Magneto uh, plus another scaly three threat in a 2v2. Wow. And then Winter, uh, Red Guardian walked from 1D to the back D to kill Toad. Huh. Um, I have also had Red Guardian uh, survive three turns versus the 2v1 of X-23 Honey Badger. That's impressive. Because my Red Guardian does his job. He protects Darkstar, but he, he dies. <laughs> well, so, also, I had I was playing uh, Luke Cage in this list. So, okay. I was facing a Hulk. Ooh. Uh, I did both Heroes for Hire and Comrade Keeper on the same Hulk beam. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, and it <laughs> ended up keeping my Darkstar alive long enough for her to utterly destroy the Hulk. Oh, that's amazing. I love that so much. Uh, Omega Red went first, did a bunch of damage, then Hulk went, tried to kill everybody, Darkstar lived, uh, and uh, proceeded to just thwonk the Hulk, even though he was under uh, Iron Bound books. Oh, that's great. That's, so, uh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. I am currently 4-0 with Winter God. I am also four and zero with Winter Guard, so I yeah, they're great. I'm taking them to an event on Saturday too, so nice. we'll see how I do. Uh, this week though, uh, I'm not I'm not going to be playing them this week because it is the so the Thursday before a new uh, new models drop. We are doing a we do a special event, either an OP kit or an alternate format. Uh, so this month we are doing Collector, nice, which I am super excited about. Um, nice. So yeah, so I think we get also get Cosmic Invasion in. I think it's very funny. Yes, that is very fun. Uh-huh. And then and... what do you think for our third one? Hmm. I don't think we're a superpower scoundrels team. No, absolutely we have, not. We have too many ranged attacks for that. How do we feel about Deadly Meteors? Okay, I would prefer... I think we do better on spread out fights. Okay. Um, rather than line fights. Because as I said, we have the range advantage on B's and D's. So I would actually look at spider people more. The spider portals, you mean? Yeah, spider portals. Okay, I actually just pulled that up before you said that. Yeah, portals overrun city with spider people. Yeah, okay. That makes sense? That does make sense. And that would give us an 18. Let's let's look how scary our 18 looks. Okay. Let's see. Ooh. How about a Star-Lord, Deadpool, Rocket, Groot, Ronin, Agent Widow? Uh, that, that seems very solid. I would actually... I would swap out that Agent Widow for a... Uh, because Star-Lord, Deadpool, Ronin, mm -hmm. uh, original Human Torch. Oh, yep. Uh, is is something we want kind of core to that, so. Oh, this is good. I'm, I'm just looking on the, so Star-Lord, Deadpool, this has Gamora, Rocket Root, Torch. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do math in my head. Let me look at this. So, Deadpool, Star-Lord, that's 6. Ronan, that's 11. Okay. Human Torch, that's 
14. Yep. So then Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's good. That's a scary team. That is a very scary team. And a very mobile team. Like, man. Yes. Yeah. Just hitting runs all day. Pouncing. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a good time. That's a fun time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, what about extracts, then? Let's look. Um, I know it's overplayed, but, like, you can't go wrong with hammers. Yeah, you really can't. <laughs> Um, I don't think we have the extract shenanigans for Deadly Virus. I don't think we mind Kreekor. No. no, I don't think we mind Kreekor either. Uh, I think we do mind scrolls and, uh, senators because they are civilians rather than assets. Yes. And Kreekor, our, our guys are going to be attacking anyway. Yeah. And it strands a, like, Angela or Amazing Peter in the middle of the board. Mm-hmm. Because of, of how it works. And that is very annoying for them. Yes. Uh, so that's two. Uh, and then we like our power and we don't mind damage. So, cube? Take cube. Because, like, Deadpool just loves the cube. He does. He is. So I, I will still state. Uh, Sabretooth is the best cube carrier in the game. Okay. Okay. He's the only long mover with healing factor. Mm-hmm. And I I value long mover and healing factor one over medium move healing factor two. Yeah, that's fair. Because uh, if you can outrun them, you're better. Yeah, absolutely. And occasionally he can get back onto the point when they do catch up to him standing on a point and shoot him once and then he walks onto their point and contests it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like he has I think people are sleeping on Sabretooth, but that's just me. <laughs> oh yeah, I see that too. I've I've used him a couple times and like he does good, but Yeah, he just doesn't get the play he should. But that's a whole nother that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode. Mm-hmm. Um He's gotten a little worse by people playing more high-size throws instead of just size 2 throws. Because when people were just playing, like, your Valkyrie and Beasts and stuff and only having size 2 throws, you were like, oh, you're in for a bad time. Yeah, absolutely. But now, with our giant size 4 and 5 models coming in, especially those, those lovely, lovely Sentinels... Um, <laughs> I, I am excited to throw those Sentinels into Convocation. Yeah. Everywhere. Everyone's bitching a moment about Malekith, but here come the next ones. Yeah, I, I think they are much cleaner than Malekith. Yeah. Um, and also, give my buddy Red Skull more power. Yeah. Do you want to pinball some Sentinels? Play Red Skull. He gets to do it every <laughs> turn. Yep. And it's not like people aren't playing Cabal right now, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Tactics cards. Okay. So... I mean, we're bringing Deadpool. Yeah. And, I mean, he came with a damn taco truck. So, we need some chimichangas. Yes. Um, and I think, adjacent to that, but also still one of the best cards in the game right now, Mission Objective. Yes. That is such a card that people just forget you have. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh no, I'm just going to shuffle this objective over here. Thank you. Yeah. So, yes. it's, it is a civilian or asset token you are holding. Mm hmm. So you can. You can shuffle the chimichanga. Sharing <laughs> uh, chimichangas for everybody. Watch, like, a chimichangas on. Someone like Gamora or Ronan, mm. or just using it as a like quick, I need a special condition off, is yeah. powerful, I think. It is very. Um, do we want any of the Guardian specific cards? Yes, absolutely. I just have not gotten there yet. <laughs> so we have Crew of the Milano and Level of the Misfits. I absolutely adore Lowell Misfits 
even when it doesn't work exactly how you want, uh-huh. more for thematic reasons, but like one of my favorite things to do is you deadly duo mm-hmm. into lovable misfits into a follow me. Yep. It just it's smacking. Uh-huh. And speaking so, of Deadly Duo, also I think gets in. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm looking at Crew of the Milano, though. I think Crew of the Milano is very good. I actually don't see it played a lot. So I think it's going to be more prevalent in uh, Guardians lists as Hydra becomes more prevalent. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, conditions are coming into this game in a big, scary way. Um, and having, I think, Crew of the Milano and Children of the Atom are both going to see an uptick in play after Hydra comes out. Yeah. So, yeah, let's put Crew of the Milano in there yeah. and Deadly Duo, we said. Um, and then we also mentioned Follow Me. I think that does also get in. Mm-hmm. Now, how about Exceptional Healing? Because we do have our boy Deadpool, who's the star of the show right now. Yeah, we definitely need to get Exceptional Healing in there. Mm-hmm. So that leaves us three more cards, and we haven't even touched the restricted list yet. <laughs> yeah, there's but and that's since they moved to standard, like there is such a wealth of cards that like haven't been played before that are now seeing play. Yeah. That sometimes you're like, oh wow, I'm already at eight cards and no restricted cards. Uh okay, let's let's rethink some things. Yeah. Uh we don't have any other character specific cards that really jump out to me as things we need to throw in here. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, so, uh, then we go on to, uh, what do you think our, uh, restricted slot should be? I, I, I mean, in this, in this, in this economy with these throws going around, um, I have to say brace. Yep. <laughs> yes. And also in this economy with big scary people, I would also go Sacrifice. Yes. I'm not going to argue with that. One remaining. Okay. This one could be fun. Uh-huh. How about kick them all there down? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! That's going to really help our attempt to get bang, 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 bang. Absolutely. And, as I have stated many times before, it is the best art in Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah, that that is a good picture. It is Kingpin throwing stripper money at Deadpool. How is that not amazing? <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. I mean, I do like the art on A New Age. A New Age is solid. Yeah, but no, this is, this is just good. This is just, like, thematic. Mm-hmm. Good. So, we have a full list... We just went bang, 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 bang. Yeah, we rocketed through that. Yeah. Um, I do think there are a couple other cards to mention quickly. Okay. Um, I don't think any of them supersede, but I do want to bring them up, which are the two I have been championing for a while, no matter the cost. Okay. Which I think is a very good card, works well with Deadpool because of its healing factor, and I think also works well with Drax. Mm, yes. Getting a free Titan Killer that uh, gets three extra dice. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. There was a reason. I think it came out in the Drax box. One second. Uh, you might be right. Yes, Drax and Ronin. Okay. Um, and then Mark for Death. That Mark for Death is a medical, but if you have a lot of web warriors running around, Mark for Death will save your life. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just make them slow. And make it so they can't reroll defense dice. Yeah. It is such... And they lose stealth. It is such a, like, dumb good card. That one comes with Thanos, right? Uh, Ebony Maw and Black Dwarf. Okay. I actually don't own any of the Black Order. That's, like, the last bu- bunch I need to get. Well, if you have the card pack, you will have it. I know, but I already had all the cards. I'm like, am I going to buy the card pack for, like, three cards? <laughs> I bought the card pack just to have all of the sideways characters on official cardboard. Oh yeah, I did that um, when they did the um, when they put them all out. I went to Walgreens mm. and photo pictured them. They all look nice. Yeah, 
Now, I just waited for the official cardboard to come out because there's something just about having a consistent feeling stack. Yeah. Well, I have everything I have is in uh, top loaders, so they all feel the same to me anyway. I, I don't have top loaders for this. Gotcha. Um, I, I've, I spent my top loader money on um, actual card games where I play with the cards a bunch rather than touching the minis most of the time. <laughs> that makes sense. So it's like I, I've been working on doing Arkham Horror the card game, and now I recently bought the Power Rangers deck building game, which is surprisingly fun. Yeah, my, uh, my boss has that. It is interesting. Like, it is one of the most interesting designed uh, b- uh, deck building games I have ever played. Hmm. I think we may be getting it at work. Because uh-huh. it's, it's expressly a one... It's expressly a versus... Like a 1v1 or a 2v2 uh, game. Okay. Where it's like you are trying to get your opponent's life total down to zero. And like, the so you're either the hero, uh, the rangers, or the bad guys. And there are hero and villain cards that come out. And if at the end of your, uh, heroes cannot buy villain cards, villains cannot buy hero cards, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But at the bottom of each hero and villain, there's also a battle cost, which is like buying them, but you discard them from the row instead of putting them in your deck. And sometimes they'll give you benefits and stuff. But at the end of your turn, for each, say I'm playing the villain, for each hero in the grid, your like marketplace, you take one damage. Which is really interesting of a design thing. I am impressed by it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, interesting. It, it it's a real interesting game. Also, like each character has a signature item they can buy and stuff. It it is really interesting of a deck building game. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're doing an RPM expansion, which is the only reason I actually bought it. Because <laughs> RPM is one of the best shows ever made. Yeah, I, I, I was uh, aged out of, of um, Power Rangers by the time that one came around. Uh, do you want Power Rangers the Mad Max season? Yes, I do. Then go watch RPM. It is surprisingly adult. <laughs> I'm an easy sell. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I say Mad Max season of Power Rangers, who isn't excited? Exactly. It just sounds like, that sounds great. Also, there is a Scottish Power Ranger. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, the Yellow Ranger is played by Rose McIvers, who you may also know as the lead actress from uh, iZombie. Oh, okay. That's a good show. Yes. Also, um, the Red Ranger from the season was also on Jessica Jones. Wow. All right. Yeah, this is the season that also had the cast that went on to do things. <laughs> yeah, not just the one that vanished into obscurity. Or, you know, still were in Power Rangers 20 years later, like Mr. Oliver over there. Yeah. That guy has been in more seasons of Power Rangers than I can count. He just keeps showing up. Good for him. He has a career spot now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every five to ten years, he'll appear again for a season. He'll like, oh, look, ratings are dropping, bring in Tommy. Yeah. Um, I'm also a big defender of the uh, 2017 Power Rangers movie. I, you know what? That movie wasn't bad. Were there issues? A little bit. But it wasn't bad. It was The Breakfast Club, where in the end they turn into superheroes. That's the best description I've ever heard for that movie. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of it that way, but yeah, that's 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 a pretty on point description for that movie. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly and we have a fairly gay Power Ranger in there. I'm trying to think. It's it's uh, been a little bit since I've uh, seen it. Trini the Yellow Ranger? Oh yeah. Gay. Yeah. They didn't explicitly state it, but so gay. You don't need to explicitly state it. Like, but anybody with eyes. eyes usually can be like, pick it up. Yeah, it's nice. Uh-huh. 
also in the same vein that I put that in, uh, the uh. 2018 2019 charlie's angels reboot so good the the way i describe that movie is you take a dude bro action movie Mm -hmm. take out all the dude bro energy and put in as much lesbian energy as you can fit and you have the charlie's angels reboot wait 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 hold on which one are we are we talking about the drew barrymore one or the one after uh the uh kristen stewart one oh i didn't see that one yeah well, it's it's Kristen Stewart and Naomi Scott. Okay. Say no more. <laughs> I totally forgot that movie came out. Yeah, the 2019 Charlie's Angel. It was Kristen Stewart, Elizabeth Banks, uh, and Naomi Scott. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. Uh, it is so much fun and so lesbian. Okay. Uh, I I very much enjoyed that film. Yeah, I like I said, I, I went out to watch it because I completely forgot about that movie. I just when I think, think Charlie's Angels, I think original because I'm ancient, and then I think the Drew Barrymore one, and then I think they did a short-lived reboot TV show that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did you yeah. know there was a reboot uh, a reboot TV show last year that only lasted one season of I Know What You Did Last Summer? Yeah, and. I, I didn't watch it. It is so much fun. Is it? Uh, so I am very biased because of things in the ending. Okay. Because uh, it goes my favorite trashy ending direction. Uh, well, like like cliffhangery kind of. No, it ends on a pretty like it ends on a nice bow. Um. It ends on a nice bow and uh, with, like, enough of a tease for season two that I wanted more. Sadly, we won't get it. But it's the the decision they make in the final episode that I love. Okay. Um, I will tell you off mic, so I don't okay, know cool. for other people. But All yeah, right, no so the final list for people. Oh, yeah, we were, we were talking about Marvel Crisis Protocol. Forgot about that. Hey! <laughs> My podcast is only halfway a Marvel Crisis Protocol podcast, and it's halfway bullshitting. Yes. Um. So, the final list is Deadpool, Star-Lord, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, Ronan the Accuser with the Power Gem, Drax, Black Widow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the original Human Torch, and Green Goblin, with tactics cards being Chimichangas, Mission Objective, Love Over Misfits, Deadly Duo, Crew of the Milano, Follow Me, Exceptional Healing, Brace for Impact, Sacrifice and kick them all there down. Then for Zacchaeus, we have Infinity Formula Goes Missing, Cosmic Invasion, Black Order Descends on Earth, and People uh, Portals Overrun City with Spider People. And then for Extracts, Fear Grip World as Worthy Terrorized Cities, Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown, and Struggle for the Cube Continues. Well, that seems like a very fun list. It does. We'll have to try it out next week. Uh huh. So, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Um, you can get me on look at the Game Store Guardians on YouTube. We have our podcast. Um, check out my book on Amazon. If you want to email me, just do GameStoreGuardiansWill at gmail.com. And that's about it. Cool. Uh, also, you guys have a Discord. We, we do have a Discord. That's correct. I, I am one of, like, what, 12 people on it currently? Yeah, something like that. Hey, I got you, and I got Dizzard, and I got Thoras, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, very fair. I've slowly accumulated a crew in my Discord, which, if you want to check out that Discord, you can do so at patreon.com slash White to come and both support the show, get those bonus episodes I was talking about earlier, and come check out the Discord where I have my custom Arkham Horror the Card Game... Uh, Yes, I do have that, but also my custom Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. I'm working on my versus Capcom expansion. I just put out a Rebecca Chambers character who is interesting. Yes, I, I was reading her card. She is interesting. Um. Also on the Patreon right now, I am trying to. I'm reaching out to my patrons and seeing uh, what people want me to do for my 100th episode. This is episode 89, so we're about 11 episodes, about two and a half months away. From episode 100, and I want to do something special. Hmm. So that is something, if you want to 
Give me some ideas. Paste them. Send, you can send me an email at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. Or if you're on the Patreon, you can do it there. So, yeah. And then uh, also, if you want to see me doing other things, uh, the board game, twitch.tv slash the board game dome. I hang out with my friend Brett and we play board games occasionally. And then uh, twitch.tv slash games Saturday and Sunday mornings to talk about Arkham Horror the Card Game. We are deep in spoiler season, which is always a good time because the new player expansion comes out at the end of the month. And I am so excited. Say, I gotta check out that game. I keep hearing you talk about it. It is so good. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me on. It was fun. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>